Welcome to Dishin' It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Regan. Daddy, daughter, Disney, travel talk meets fun and friendship. Coming up on episode two of Dishin' It. All aboard with listener trade mail. Deconstructing the Disney dining plan. Top three, daughter and daddy pick their top three Disney desserts. Daughter and daddy outside the park. Our special segments, Walt's Wisdom and the Extra Magic Minute. Please keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside of the podcast at all times, because your ride is about to embark. Welcome back to Dishin' It. I'm Mike. And I'm Regan. April 11th, 2020. Happy Easter, Regan. We have a jam-packed episode, too. To bring the listeners. Yes, we do. So I think we should jump right in. Okay, great. Well, uh, this episode is all about food. And it may not be as good as uh, Mum's Dutch soup, but we hope the listeners get a bowl full of advice. So, Regan, let's kick it off. Uh, sounds like a noisy train is pulling into the station again. Did they drop off any mail again? They dropped off one letter. Wow, that's fantastic. Why don't you uh, open it up and see what we got? So this is from Ashton from Branton. First time caller and a long time writer and listener. And he has a question for me and dad. Why is Mickey Mouse the most popular Disney character? Wow, that's a great... um Great question from Ashton in Brampton. So, Regan, what are your thoughts on why Mickey Mouse is the most popular Disney character? And is he? So, Mickey Mouse is the mascot of the franchise. Everything kind of wraps around him. And he's kind of like the main person. Even though Walt's favorite character that he made is Goofy. Okay, I did not know that. Uh, I know... Mickey Mouse, so Walt Disney made Mickey Mouse uh, back in, it was about 1927, 1928, and Mickey Mouse made his debut in Steamboat Willie, so a short film where uh, Mickey Mouse as a character debuted. Uh, Regan, did you know Mickey Mouse just finally got his own ride at Walt Disney World? He did? Yeah. So he has Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride now at Disney that's Did you know? new. Yeah, I it's brand know. new. And apparently you can zip away on a zany adventure through a cartoon universe crammed with surprises. And you, you go on a sporty roadster. And uh, it's engineered by Goofy's train following merrily along with a plot twist as well. Because most of Disney rides are experiences, not necessarily a typical amusement park ride. Yeah. Now, Regan, you mentioned that... Um, sort of uh, Mickey Mouse is sort of like the mascot of Disney. And I would say for Ashton that Mickey Mouse is kind of like your host. So that's why he's so popular is he brings you into the Disney home. He brings you into Disney movies. He just, he welcomes you. And he's like that great friend, that very uh, maybe popular uncle that you might have or just that grandpa that everybody loves to see. And he just welcomes you into the home and he makes you feel safe and he makes you have a lot of fun. 
Does that kind of make sense, Regan? Yeah, and even when you walk into Magic Kingdom, the middle of it, it has Walt with he holding Mickey, kinda. It, he has he's he's holding Mickey's head like he has his hand on. Oh, Mickey's okay, head. yeah. So Walt and Mickey are together, right? There's yeah. a, is it a statue or is it? Yeah, a, it's a statue. Yeah. So great question, Ashton. Hopefully, we answered it for you. That. Uh, uh, Mickey is uh, a little bit of a mascot for Disney, and he's also um, sort of like our host, and that's why he's kind of very popular today. So thank you, Ashton from Brampton. So uh, Regan, it's time to uh, dig into our Disney dining plan. Should we begin? Yes, we should. Oh, yum. Uh, so I will start and go over the usual boring parent details, and then maybe we can discuss the fun stuff. Sounds good? Yep. <laughs> Okay, so the Walt Disney Dining Plan offers some of the best value for families. Uh, so today we're going to look at what you get and where that value is. First, let's uh, discuss the four types of Disney Dining Plans. Uh, they are called Disney Quick Serve, Disney Dining Plan, Disney Dining Plan Plus, and the Disney Deluxe Dining Plan. So I'll give you a quick rundown uh, for the parents at home. So the quick serve, you get two snacks and two quick serves and a refillable mug. The Disney dining plan, you get two snacks, one quick serve, one table service, and a refillable mug. The Disney dining plan plus, you get two snacks, two of any quick serve or table service, and a refillable mug. And the deluxe Disney dining plan, you get two snacks and three meals of any kind and a refillable mug. So... There's, a, there's four different dining plans there that we have. And uh, so a snack is basically a banana, a drink, an ice cream cone, um, something of that small nature. A quick serve is any type of fast food. So where you're going to go up and order a meal and then bring it back to your own seat. A table service is a sit-down restaurant where somebody will actually come and take your order or a buffet. So the cost for these four different types of dining plans uh, for, say, a seven-day, six-night for two adults, where one is a 13-year-old and, say, one is a six-year-old, so your typical family of four there, the total cost for a quick service is $1,146. The total cost for a Disney dining plan is $1,588. The Disney Dining Plan Plus is $1,913, and the Deluxe Disney Dining Plan is $2,427. Now, for the families listening, that is the total cost for your family for seven days, six nights in each of those particular dining plans, so you can get a sense of what that cost would be. So, Regan, that's all the technical details there. Which dining plan do we usually take? So we usually get the Disney dining plan, one snack, one quick serve, and one table service. Yeah, so the second dining plan there is the one we normally get. And and so, Regan, do we get enough food? Yes, we do. Yeah, we get plenty of food. It's insane the amount of food we actually get. Um, so for those at home, this is how we save money. Uh, so first, Disney usually offers a free dining plan at various times of the year. Uh, Sometimes this free dining plan will run parallel to room discounts, but you can only apply one discount at a time. 
So for you, the family of four, uh, the free Disney dining plan, which is the one quick serve, one table service, and one snack, that f- that will come a hundred percent free. That typically will outperform a twenty-five percent to thirty-five percent room discount, unless you are staying at a deluxe villa on peak season, and you maybe have two young children under the age of nine. Aside from that, that. Uh, free Disney dining plan will always outperform room rate discount. Now, for a family of two or three, you may have to cost it out as the room rate discount on some peak times will outperform a free Disney dining plan. So make sure, uh, families, that you cost out for both before you book. Second, we spoke uh, on episode one of Dishing It about character meals and how to get added value in seeing those special characters at lunch or dinner. Families remember to book 180 days in advance those restaurant reservations. Well, with the Disney dining plan, you are allocated credits. A family of four for seven days, six nights is allocated 48 snacks, 24 quick serve, and 24 table service. And that's the typical Disney dining plan that our family chooses. Many table service restaurants are just one credit per person, but some shows like the Hoop-dee-doo Review are two credits per person. Regan, do we like the Hoop-dee-doo Review? We love the Hoop-dee-doo Review. It has, it's amazing. I love the entertainment in it, the singing, the dancing, and how they're so funny. And sometimes you can even join in with them playing instruments. That's true. We, we've had fantastic times there. Now, I like the ribs that, that are there at Hoopty Doo Review. And, but I just love the show. The cast members put on a fantastic show there. And it's at uh, the Wilderness uh, Campgrounds. And you can take a boat across from the Magic Kingdom to get there. And, but Hoopty Doo Review is typically one that we always go to see. The Hoopty Doo Review is two credits uh, per person. And it would be considered a signature meal. Be Our Guest and Hoopty Doo Review are examples of signature uh, meals. And the Cinderella's Royal Table is also a two-credit character dining experience. And I believe it is the only two-credit character dining experience. How do we use the credits to save money? Oh, okay. Great question, Regan. So we get lots of food, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we love Hoopty Doo Review, right? Yeah. Yep. Basically, what we do is we book the Hoop Dee Doo Review 180 days in advance, and that's going to cost our family eight table service credits. And basically, that leaves us short four credits uh, for our vacation. What we do to make up those credits is we use our quick service credits instead, and we don't use all four quick service credits each day. So, uh, Regan, uh, do you remember when we were at uh, Port Orleans Riverside and we had those two massive pizzas? Yeah. Were they good? They're really good. Yeah, well, those just cost us two quick serves. And we used our refillable mugs there because we were staying at New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, we were staying at New Orleans uh, Riverside. And so we brought our refillable mugs. We had those two pizzas and we saved two of our quick serves that day. Now, if we do that twice, bingo, we got four quick serves banked and we can replace those four extra table services we use for Hoopty Doo Review. Let's talk about the snacks in Starbucks. Mm, Yum. Uh, So for the mums and dads out there, uh, Starbucks without fail is one of your best ways to spend your snack 
So your $6 double mocha Mickey with added whip, hold the cinnamon, extra foam, and maybe extra hot non-dairy venti latte is a snack on the Disney dining plan. And so is that $2 banana at the resort shop and that $3.50 Mickey bar. So families, spend your snacks wisely. Now, speaking of snacks, about two years ago, Disney removed the desserts offered as part uh, of the certain meals and offered a second snack instead on the dining plants. So that's why you have two snacks now. There is a ton of food. Regan, remember that suitcase full of snacks we brought home? Yeah. Yeah, was it fun shopping for all those snacks? Yeah, like, take that! Oh, and also that, and just filled the whole entire suitcase. Yeah, we, we, families, we filled a whole entire suitcase with unused snacks. Now, like many families, we had way too many snacks left over at the end of their trip. So, so folks, just enjoy the snacks. You're walking between 20,000 and 25,000 steps a day at Walt Disney World, so eat that ice cream. It's okay. <laughs> also, all those individual plastic wrap treats that you're bringing back uh, home in the suitcase will pop on the plane. So unless you want to waste uh, 30 bucks on Ziploc bags and repackaging them at home, or you want to eat a suitcase full of Goofy Nuts uh, the week you get back, all they're going to end up being is stale school snacks. So use them up if you can. Now, Disney allows you to trade table service for quick service and quick services in for snacks. So you can augment your plan this way as well. But that is another podcast. Oh, and another point, is that, which is new to Disney in 2020, is the differentiating between child and adult credits. In the past, you could use all the credits as an adult, which provided added value. So heads up to parents as we learn more about this change. Okay, Daddy, enough. We could talk about this for days and days. Let's move on to our top three Walt Disney World desserts. Oh, again, Regan, always cutting me off. Sounds good. Let's move on to dessert. So our top three is a little different. We have three standards of excellence. We have the first star, the second star, and the third star. Let's let's begin, Regan, our top three desserts in Walt Disney World. So it, my third star, it's the pretzels. I love them. They're shaped like Mickey Mouse's head. They're so good. Yeah, you love the pretzels, eh? And I think your brother Grayson, he also enjoys the pretzels as well. And they're, yeah. they're massive. Right? Yeah, they're humongous. Yeah. So good third star, Regan. My third star, and this was a tough one because... I love soft serve ice cream, but I'm going to go with the Disney cupcakes. Now, uh, there's tons of different cupcakes. You can get different toppings. They all look beautiful and they all are yummy. So I love the complete variety of Disney cupcakes and the different flavors uh, that you can get. So that's my third star. My second star is the gray stuff. So in the last podcast, we talked about how the gray stuff used to be on this used to be on the secret menu and now it's not but it's really good so now it's a part of the menu at be our guest and yeah yeah it's great we love it we got it there years ago it's fantastic it's a gray mousse that they do to make the gray stuff and i think there's pictures up from episode one where they can see a picture of us eating the gray stuff so good number two choice there regan 
my number two choice is the Dole Whip, which you can get at Al- Aloha Isle in Adventureland. And uh, it's just a fantastic whip. Uh, so yummy. I just love it. And uh, it's pretty iconic in uh, Walt Disney World to get the Dole Whip. So uh, that's my number two star. My first star is the Mickey Bar. The Mickey Bar is, for me, is the best thing. So if you don't know what a Mickey Bar is, it's basically a popsicle, an ice cream popsicle dipped in chocolate, and it has the shape of Mickey Mouse. It's very yummy, yes. And you can get it, so for folks, you can pay for it at the parks, yes. And if you're on a cruise ship, uh, you can keep asking for them. You've already paid for it in advance. You can have 50 of them in a day if you want. Now, you know what I love about the Mickey Bar? What? It doesn't melt quickly. So even in the heat, you can walk around a bit for it. It's not going to drip all over your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice, Regan. So my number one star is chocolate mousse. So you can get the chocolate mousse anywhere at pretty much every buffet and every restaurant and every cruise ship. I just love the the Disney chocolate mousse and I will eat buckets full of it. So if there's any chocolate mousse anywhere, let me know. And I will come and be part of your family vacation, and I'll just sit there and eat the chocolate mousse. So that was our top three, Regan. Great, uh, great uh, stuff there. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. We're going to start with Daddy and Daughter Outside the Park. So, Regan, what's going on? Uh, it's the coronavirus still, and schools has been shut off, and Zoom is going crazy. So you're using Zoom a lot for your teaching and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And how's that working for you? It's doing good. Uh, They limit the time limit. You are allowed to be in the Zoom because Zoom's going crazy. And same with the internet. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting, right? So for the listeners at home, when we say the word Zoom you probably know what we're talking about and it's a video platform for us to connect with e- with people but zoom has actually become uh, uh, in our um, language lexicon a word now sort of like we would say kleenex whenever when we say kleenex that's a brand but everybody knows we're talking about tissue and so when we say zoom we're talking about the video platform right to connect with people so it's pretty cool so as a business, they're doing very well, I think. And when they come out of this coronavirus, people are going to love Zoom. Yeah. What else is going on? I know we you play soccer. Yeah. And uh, you play on a rep team. Yep. Yeah. And uh, are you still practicing or? Kinda. So what are you doing? So we, me and Grayson sometimes either plays hockey or soccer outside on the driveway. We yeah. take out the hockey net, either take shots or shoot. The ball? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, right? So you're missing your teammates? Yeah. Yeah, so we've got a great group of girls on Regan's uh, soccer team, and uh, they have a lot of fun together. And certainly with the we're, we have nice weather here in southern Ontario lately, and it's kind of hard to be inside. But she's getting an opportunity to play with your brother on the driveway and still maintain those that physical distancing uh, from our neighbors and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here for me, Regan, at work, we're helping Canadians try to get some uh, uh, much-needed resources uh, into their bank accounts, and uh, yeah, we're working hard uh, as a federal government to do that. It's 
it's challenging times for people, but we're glad you're connecting with your teammates. <laughs> and I'm happy at my job that I can connect and help Canadians, you know, just get through this next couple of weeks, months. Challenging times for us, but we're happy to, one, be in school and still learning. And also for me, fortunate to go to work and help people. So folks, now it's time for us to move on to our Waltz Wisdom segment, where we take a Disney quote and talk about it, what it means and how we are going to apply it to our lives. So Regan, would you like to go first or would you like me to? Uh, you can. Okay. First, last time. Okay. So my quote, I think is applicable for everyone today and sort of what we can do in the, uh, in the world. And it's a very wise quote and... Are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. A little consideration, a little thought for others, makes all the difference. Eeyore said this. <laughs> Great quote by Eeyore, but you know, yeah. for us in the world today, if we put other people first and have a little bit more consideration for them, and you know, when I think about physical distancing, I think uh, just staying home and avoiding non-essential travel out of our home, if we can all do that, and we're putting our nurses and doctors first and we're also putting the people that are sick first instead of ourselves and i think eeyore had a really wise quote there and i thought it was applicable to today's environment so that's why i chose it so mine is not applicable to what's happening right now but when you're done you can uh do this there's a great big hunk of world down there with no fence around it and that's from lady in the tramp Oh, great, great quote. Yeah, I remember the, that great movie. Yeah. One of my first movies, uh, Grandma and I watched together. Did you know that? No. No, I remember that. Yeah, I remember the spaghetti noodle. Lady and Chef. <laughs> good, good choice. Well, Regan, let's wrap up episode two of Dishnit, the daughter and daddy podcast. I don't know about you, but I am hungry. Uh. I'm a little hungry. You're just a little hungry? Yeah, it is lunchtime. Yeah. Yep. So what do we have in store for people on episode three of Dishing It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast? Uh, let's talk about the kids clubs on the Disney Cruise Line and maybe our top three Walt Disney World rides. Oh, great. Yeah. You know, we haven't talked about cruises yet, so I think it would be great for us to dive into the kids clubs and uh, I think we could really give some parents some comfort and the kids a little bit of fun of what they can expect on a Disney cruise. So great, I think we should sign off from Studio A113. Uh, listeners, you can get all the latest news and updates of Dishing It on Twitter and Facebook at Dishing It Podcast. We're also out on YouTube as well, so you can find us there too. And as always, we reward listeners that listen to the end. A big thank you to Mrs. H for allowing us to record this podcast. And thank you to Kevin McLeod for the great music. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to Dishnet, the daughter and daddy podcast. Please remember to think, believe, dream, and dare. Goodbye, Goodbye family. Regan, I wonder if people are still listening. I hope because this time, it's time for the extra magic minute. So what Disney Easter egg do we have for the listeners who didn't end Dishing It, the Daughter Daddy podcast yet? 
The extra magic minute for episode two is the lady in the lobby. The cat lady, the stuffed animal lady. She has lots of names. When we first went, when we first went our first time, we saw her in the Grand Floridian on the second floor. She was listening to the piano and had a suitcase with her. Uh, yeah, you know, I remember her. I remember she was on the second floor and, uh, um, it was kind of weird just seeing her there and I ended up googling at the time to see wh who this person was and uh, she was a regular guest of Walt Disney World and the Grand Floridian Resort until her, um, her husband passed away and uh, when we met her she was going almost daily with a suitcase and she would sit and enjoy the piano and get lost in the memory she uh, built over the decades with her late husband um, it's touching that Disney continued to allow her to come daily and just sit there. But memories are what Disney makes. And we are not sure if she's still alive today, Regan, but her story is now part of our memories. And now the listeners too. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>